spreadingradio.com and the fuck going on my name is Efron we got a special guest on the show we got uh, Steven Espiritu of Sagrado and Rust Phantom right? Uh, my last yeah Rust Phantom alright there you go yeah. uh, welcome to the show man welcome to the show oh it's an or- honor to be here in the show actually this is my first time live <laughs> oh shit nice nice that, that's fucking awesome how you guys doing cause I'm, I'm kinda hangover cause I was fucking like drinking with the homies how about you well, right now, I'm currently busy arranging the stuff. I'm going to donate all of my uh, pre-used clothes to the vic- uh, victims in Tao. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. We got to help those uh, guys there and the, the people. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. But uh, let's talk about you real quick. So how did you guys name the band Sagrado? Is there like a true meaning of behind the sacred? Oh, well, before we have like a brothers from the music scene or metal industry here in the Philippines. And uh, their name is called Peligro, if you're aware with that. So it kind of reminds me of being a loyalist to our own language. That's why one of the pioneers of the members of Sagrado uh, created that name. In that way, it will be also tagged as a brother band with Peligro. And uh, the good factors about having Sagrado in that name is that we have a a positive vibes in creating our own brutal death metal music. Oh shit. So it's staying true to what you guys believe in. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's what's up, dog. But uh you, let's talk about your two bands cuz you have two bands which is Rust Phantom, Sagrado. I mean, how do you manage your time being a family man, having two bands, you know, clothing business, viral and a day job? Well, actually, I have three bands right now <laughs> and uh <laughs> Okay. That's a great question. And uh, yeah, the name of the other group is called Soul Engrave. So if you want to check the YouTube, um, you can type in Bugbog or Dignidad, which is the title. Okay. And uh, I guess my uh, motto in life is to have a great time management. Uh, because if there is no reason not to continue with your passion if you love it, right? Yeah, yeah. So at least um, I'm loving I'm loving what I'm doing right now, and uh, the good thing about having a clothing business, I'm helping other bands who is promoting or struggling right now in the scene. So I'm kind of helping them in the sort of way I can help. Oh shit! Okay, so let's talk about the the third band. Is it the same thing as Brutal Death, or what, what's the genre? Uh, the genre is an old school death metal band influence. So if you used to listen to Mortician, uh, Cannibal Corpse, and uh, also mixed with uh, black metal influence like Mayhem. Oh, shit. So it's like Black and Death? Something like that? Right. Yeah, something like that. Oh, shit. Like Obituary, too. Like old school death. Oh, yeah. You got that, bro. <laughs> oh, shit, man. That's that's fucking awesome, dog. But uh, you also had a day job. So, I mean, how do you... I know you want to do time management and shit. You help other bands... Do you have employees for Viral? <laughs> well, in regards to my other job, which is a day job. Before, I was a call center like agent. Okay. I've been with the BPO industry for almost five or six years. And the bad thing that was happened before, I, I call this or other agent call this like I'm a hopper because sometimes my leave – will not going to approve by the managers because we have an invitation like a few weeks or so and there is a two, like a process in the BPO 
industry like you need to file it like within a month or two weeks or so that gave me a lot of infractions to my daily job when you know other companies is strict about attendance right okay so, <laughs> yeah um, i got terminated and then transferred oh, from another company and then uh, since recall my uh, past and i i said to myself that uh, you know why not i'm going to look like a better job that will fit with my schedule like i'm looking for a fixed weekend schedule off and that way i can focus more on my passion creating music helping bands and like video editing too so as long as you're happy with what you're doing man that's right and uh, fortunately right now i'm cool with my job right now so i'm uh, it's not related to bpo but i'm teaching korean students how to speak in english I think that's cool. Oh, <laughs> I learned a lot yeah, of music yeah. from them, like K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> you also teach them metal, or just sometimes, you, of course, you don't want to be boring as a, a teacher, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, the good thing about having a BPO experience, you, you know how to use positive scripting. You know how to empathize or building rapport with the uh, student. Just like with the customer, you need to put yourself in the same shoes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I agree with you. It's it's very important, especially if you're teaching. You have to make sure that you understand them as well. Yeah, I I agree. But how about viral clothing? So you have employees and shit. Well, well, me and my wife is my partner. So I'm I'm with the editing, and I'm also in charge with the inventory as well. Of course, with the sales. And my wife is helping me to promote to a social media platform right now. Oh, okay. She manages the, the, the platform and then like being the admin. Is that correct? Yeah. And uh, also, he, I mean, she helped me a lot in regards to um, like critical thinking because sometimes I made a decision like in, on a rush. That's why I need her because maybe she had like own perspective that she can contribute that she can control me because she is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you guys are our team. So it, it's it's a good thing that you guys uh, are working together. So it's fucking awesome. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you have three bands already. So what which is your primary focus? Is it Sagrado or the other band? band or what, what are your team, uh, bandmates think about it? Yeah, that's a great question and a, and a tough question too. Because uh, if I say one band, you know, my... <laughs> And they might be jealous, but right now, um, as far as <laughs> yeah, as far as I know, uh, Sagrado currently signed in uh, Shadows of Death Records today. Shoutouts to the CEO, which is Gail. And yeah, uh, yeah we're, I'm focusing right now in Sagrado because I'm excited to go back in the recording, uh, write music, you know, enhance my uh, voice again, uh, brainstorming with my bandmates too. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're fucking doing growling shit, it's going to hurt your throat. And then you teach English. So you got to protect your voice, man. <laughs> well, I think that will be an excuse if you want like, file a sick leave in my work. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, 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 that's fucking true. Doctor, right? I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, but, but here's the thing. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a good thing the Sagrado signed, right? But... But before Sagrado and, you know, the other two bands, uh, did you have other bands as well? Like, is it the same genre or you, you do alternative? What kind of bands did you do before those three? 
oh, dude, you will not going to believe this. I started uh, having my own band and then like OPM band. So okay. I'm the lead guitarist before. Oh, and shit. I uh, learned a lot of uh, basic things, especially I, you know, I really love listening to different kinds of music. I'm very open to that. That's why I, uh, back in the day when I learned how to play guitar, I remember I used to lead uh, Francis M's Kaleidoscope World. Okay. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm, lo- I'm loving the lead or the solo of that, in a part of guitar. And uh, since I told you before, uh, you know, I'm skating when I was in college. So all of my bandmates in my first band are skaters. Oh, okay. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the name of that group is called Ethical Dile- uh, sorry, Ethical Dilemma. The, the name influenced with my uh, major because I was a nursing student before. That's why I put that you know name to okay. I think that is not common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the, bo- the band got disbanded because of personal issue. I don't know if it's work or jealousy, you know. Yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> so I plan to move another band, which is, uh, you know, before emo or post-hardcore okay. is very popular, right? Yeah, that's so true. We tried to cover uh, post-hardcore bands like uh, Underoat, Alisana, uh, what do you call it, Silver Sting, and... Uh, yeah, I cannot reach uh, my chemical romance voice in Chelsea. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling when they are playing in that cover. That's why I hired like a member who is a girl and she knows how to bass. Okay. And uh, it took like around four years or so, and then we got disbanded because of uh, you know there are no original members anymore. And then on that time, I'm listening to death metal or deathcore, which is um, Sagrado noticed my potential, and I'm too thankful of that. And also from the rehearsal studio, when I was uh, hanging around with my new friends way back here in uh, Paranaque, yeah, that, that is a big help because without them, if the Circle of Friends, I, I will not going to be here in Sagrado. Oh, damn, man. That's what's up, dog. Shit. That's fucking great, man. But uh, here's the thing. I mean, you're very open with other music. You did uh, like other genres, like post-hardcore emo and shit. But your current band right now, what do you guys choose? Uh, death metal or a, sl- a slam? Because, you know, the metal mm-hmm. scene in the Philippines is really small, right? So do you guys have any plans to change the genre and sell out? Well... Right now, in our third album, it will gonna be a different one because uh, as the uh, other members or other groups, you know, the record label also suggests or rec- recommended me that sometimes we need to experiment because y- you don't want to do it all over again and then compare it from the first and the second album, and that why and that is why I'm trying to brainstorm myself, finding my soul right now, what kind of, um, what do you call that, a style that okay. can, be, can be into brutal death metal, but at the same time, we experiment a little, a little twist with other subgenres. Because as far as I know, uh, bands from other countries, you know, they got heard or they, are, they have more fan base when they have unique style. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, right now you're you guys in the process to think because usually in every businesses or bands or anything like that, it's just you have to always test which is gonna be the best for your audience to embrace what kind of music. Right, that is exactly true. Right now I'm listening to uh, kind of jazz because uh, you know sometimes I recommend I'm not going to be focused me on vocals but other parts of the song like. The lead, the drum solos, the bass solos. You know, we need to make it happen. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. But, but you know, I'm, I'm, I've been listening to uh, Cattle Decapitation. It's like, it's brutal and all of a sudden it's black. And then the, uh, he's yeah. screeching. That's so true. Th- th- that's what I'm uh, actually currently listening right now. So, I, yeah, you know, I, I agree that you guys have to test, which is the best, and do brainstorm. So, yeah, that, that's good to know. But... What are the plans of the band this uh, year, like 2020? Do you guys want to stay underground? Well, right now, since you mentioned by staying underground, we've been underground around 10 years or so. Oh, shit. So, um, yeah. Well, I already discussed this with other members here in Sagrado that we need to get, we need to explore different kinds of uh, scene to enhance our fan base. Because right now, um, uh, since we are open, with different kinds of genre, why not we go back from the start the way that we started before that we tried to play gig without the same uh, scene on that event. Like uh, we're the ones only brutal, <laughs> you know, the other <laughs> one is other bands playing like alternative. I miss those kind of uh, things then oh, back okay. in the day. So we need to go back from the start and then uh, share our music to other people who are not familiar with. And that way, maybe they're all going to be inspired, get their guitars, form their own group. Like, you know, that would be interesting. Yeah, that's true. You got to influence other people too, yeah. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because, you know, in Underground, let's be honest, I mean, there's no money, you know. I mean, there's money, but not that big. But if you're going to be, like, huge, I mean, you got to put, you know, put uh, on the table. So is that the plan you think, that you guys want to at least be recognized uh, yeah, actually, since that, yeah, we are, we already hired manager right now because before, back in ten years, from the first and second album, you know, uh, we don't have any tour managers. Oh shit! And and that way, yeah, to avoid any, uh, you know, discrepancy or, you know, because if you have like other band members or you consider them as a family. Uh, I don't want them to think that I'm a too bossy that, hey, we need to play this kind of gig. Then uh, we should play this because it's, it's really important. So we need to go on the process. And that is a good thing about Shadows of Death Records. Um, I'm all, we are always keep in touch when it comes to the process of promoting the band, which is the proper way. So, yeah, um, we're lucky right now. We have a manager local and we have another manager, which is the CEO from uh, shadows of that promoting the music outside the country like mexico colombia and united states which is the one that i'm dream of damn that's that's fucking awesome so it's not just in the philippines you also have international fucking uh one who's gonna promote your shit yeah <laughs> damn, that, and that, uh, yeah oh uh, yeah i mean it's just amazing that you guys are all already killing it i know you've been underground for 10 years but at the same time you, you are seeing pro- uh, progress you know what i mean so Kudos to you guys, man. Shit. 
Well, thank you so much, bro. I, we really appreciate it. And uh, I, I would like to also uh, discuss, uh, you know, not to shit against the, from the previous label because they also done their part. They promoted our album in Germany and other distros from the brutal community. But but right now this one is different because, you know, um, Shadows of Death is promoting different kinds of uh, genre here in the metal in their community. Uh, I was stoked in our last interview because uh, there's a YouTuber uh, named uh, Chris and his channel is Music of Destruction. And I was stoked totally because he interviewed uh, Unleashed, which is, you know, an old school death metal, one of the pioneers and uh, other groups that is uh, very interesting that he is interested with Brutal Slam. Yeah, man. You know, people are trying to do something to promote as well. So, yeah, shout out to that guy doing the YouTube stuff. It's very important for the community, too. But let me ask you this. You guys hire, did you guys hire, like, a manager? Yeah, we hired, like, a manager. And uh, I consulted her. And her name is uh, Dijan from Catharsis Production. So she is a good promoter here in the Philippines. She helped a lot of bands and uh, locally and also she is planning to bring uh foreign bands in the future here so we're just gonna keep you posted with that oh nice nice yeah just hit us up man we'll we'll fucking do the fucking uh, show again but uh since you guys hire her of course i mean she will will take the cut right yeah okay yeah i mean you know as an underground you guys are struggling but at Ah. least she's helping yeah, she's helping in regards to proper promotion, and uh, as much as possible, uh, as, you know, we don't want to have like money involved or with her because mm. you know, we just meet half halfway, and that way we can, uh, you know, because I don't want to take advantage. We don't want to take advantage of having a manager that she's gonna render all of the expenses just to promote. So you know, we we uh, as a as a team like. Like a teamwork or something. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, that's what's up, man. It's all about teamwork. Cause you, you, I agree with you. you. Don't take advantage of everybody or anyone, actually. That's not a good thing. But as a team, you guys work together. So, yeah, I agree with you. But uh, let's talk about be, you being a skater because this show is about skateboarding and underground music. So, basically, you skate in your, your uh, basis, right? Where do you guys skate in? Where you... Because you are a skate rat way before being in a band. And how about him? Do uh, you guys fucking uh, skate somewhere? Well, um, way back in college, I skated here. My hometown is uh, from Sukat, Paranaque. Okay. And uh, there's two spots that I know of here that we can skate. Uh, the first one is Valley 2 before. And, uh, you know, uh, back in the day, those uh, guys who taught me how to skate... His name is Norwin. I, I don't know the, his last name, but he's living here. And he's an old schooler, pioneers from the scene here. And uh, also, if you're familiar with the uh, V1C crew. Oh, which is shit, from with Bali. Rashid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rashid. Uh, we, I know, you know, I witnessed Rashid ever since he was a child or yeah, like a teenager. He was uh, just learning how to play skateboard, and he's a fast learner now. He di- he doesn't stop skateboarding up until now. My uh, our basis is uh, telling me that Rashid is still skating with him 
Because right now, I currently stopped because of the hectic schedule. I stopped skateboarding again last year. And uh, there's like two years ago, I transferred from another house. And that is from uh, Marikina. And um, we tried to be separate with my uh, mother. We tried to be independent because I have my own family, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. And I make friends with the skaters there. They are cool guys. And uh, if you want to go there, uh, you will see Jamar Sarmiento killing those obstacles. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, they're humble. Rashid, uh, Marvin, Basinal is very yeah. humble too. And right now, uh, here in my house, we have the spot called Welcome Village Spot. And uh, sometimes they visit here, uh, visited here like two years ago. But since there's like an incident from the homeowners that they are escalating with the president, that we are too many, and then we're not, uh, you know, the other skaters is having a bad behavior with uh, other people here. <laughs> That's why they, they banned the skaters, man. And the oh, funny shit. thing about this is uh, since we transferred here four years ago, you know, when I woke up, all you need to do is to bring your skateboard. Then once that you step out, out outside the gate, uh, you can bring the obstacles in front of your house and uh, platforms. And uh, also there is a DIY ramps and uh, also, uh, what do you call this? Like a kicker and... Uh, the A-frame, yeah. Oh, shit. Your spot is sick, dude. Because usually other spots in Makati City, it's just, it's nothing. It's just flat ground. So, yeah. That's some sick yeah. shit. I've but, been uh, with Makati. And I saw oh, the okay. stairs. You, you know, the what do you call that spot that is near to PLDD? <laughs> there is uh, like a bank there, BDO, does this, has the stairs on it. Most of the skaters is uh, skating there. And it's like a hallway and there's a bench, you know, uh, some of the pro here or in the Philippines used to spot there too. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's in uh, Yala, Yala Ledge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I miss fucking, those spots. Yeah, man, that's fucking like the legend spot, but, you know, you, you can't skate there anymore, it's fucked up, man. Shit. Yeah, that's right. I remember but, I spent my time with my wife uh, skating there in Christmas. We were just two, uh, yeah, we are just two people skating there because we yeah. spent our Christmas Eve there. <laughs> That's crazy. Even Christmas Eve, people are skating there too. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. But uh, who are your favorite skaters in the Philippines and outside the country? Um, first, when I was a kid, that would be Anse Flores, and then oh, uh, Mike Torrio, mm -hmm. and um, you know the kid before who trained by Anse. Geno. He's called Geno, right? Yeah, yeah. And and here locally in the south, Marvin Basinal, um, he was a humble guy. And uh, Rashid, you, you know, me and Rashid is like a piss drunker. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, that, those were uh, cool times. And uh, I, I have your buddy. His name is Joe Ryla. He was from Cebu, like literally. And then he transferred and migrated here in the Philippines or Manila. So those were my buddies here. And uh, also, I wanted to give shout outs to Grand Clothing which is the owner is one of my classmates. And those are the crews here. Oh, shit. Classmates from high school? Yeah. Um, We've been uh, together since high school. We played uh, skateboard. 
with my uh, classmates' uh, friend. I mean, classmates' house. And I miss those times that I just skate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, man. I would not think that I'll be in the music scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I got you. But how about outside the country? So those are the like your idols in, in the Philippines. What outside the country in the Philippines? Outside the country, yeah. Now my uh, favorite is Chris Cole, the oh, uh, Cobra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And from the new generation right now, there are lots of people that I idolize. Like uh, who's that? Uh, Chris Jocelyn, who is a oh, monster shit. upstairs, man. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Nigel. Because he's like a robot, you know. There's no tic tacs. <laughs> I was is, uh, impressed man. when I'm watching all the time his Instagram and all the videos doesn't have any tic tacs, you know. <laughs> so all of the all of the getaways are very clean and that's very gnarly. Because uh, here in the Philippines, if you're just like uh, an average skater, you're just happy with this, you know, the trick that is not too technical as long as you completed it. But in the uh, outside the country, it's a very uh, what do you call that competition. So <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of technicality right now. Back in the day when I learned how to kickflip, I'm very happy. But here right now, kickflip is very basic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even board slide too. But back then, if you board slide, everybody was clapping. Right. But now, no, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> what the fuck? That's true. Well, I'm yeah, I'm so proud of it because. Uh, Skateboarding in the Philippines is also evolving because of margiling. Uh, and oh, also yeah, yeah, yeah. margiling. Shout out to Margie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, other guys too, like Jeff uh, Gonzalez, right? Yeah, Jeff, and, Jeff G. Uh, Mac Feliciano. And, That's the homie, yeah. Yeah. Those are, and CJ, uh, CL, sorry, CL. Those yeah, were yeah. the guys, very technical, and uh, you know, those are my my uh what do you call it my best pick today's generation <laughs> yeah they're fucking insane god damn bro i mean uh yeah. skaters that i gotta remember right now because a bunch of names <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just don't know them anymore it's just there's too many too many of them before it's just only few so yeah i got you but uh, let's talk about your, your music again. Uh, do you guys have any plans to have more music videos with HD footages? Because what I noticed on uh, like the channel is just regular music video. Yeah, like we we're planning to, once the this new songs were released to the new album, uh, I'm planning to have uh, great music videos because um, other guys or listeners are suggesting it too. Because as you know, you know, once you have a filmer like that, you need to have uh, more money because um, of the video editing and shit. Yeah. So um, if if like a videographer is listening right now, if you're just starting, we will support you. We can have a great deal. Or you know, if you're interested, just let me know. Just send me a message. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? This the um, and I think you know him is Brian from Morsel Fear. He's now doing video editing. Oh, I yeah, don't know that. I, I I've wow. seen his work. He is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mortal Fear is one of our my idol here in the scene because uh, when the, the original lineup, I met them and they're very humble. Uh, back in the day, we have the a gig that is the first time we will be together in the same stage. 
I was stoked at the end of the event because they invited us to have like a hangout, like oh, a shit. drinking session or and those uh, connections evolved but up till now we're also good friends with the new lineup damn man that's what's up dog yeah because you know they're very friendly man uh the, the new lineup the uh, previous one they're they if i can evolve their music so that's what's up man yeah but and, uh, uh the music evolves right yeah melodic he, it's very melodic and technical yeah very technical yeah yeah i agree but uh i just want to know this because i've been like asking people about filipinometal.com every time i search for that it's an actual filipino metals corporation like a manufacturer steel bars you know what happened well as far as i know um the admin is like having a busy schedule and before there are lots of admin in the forum and the site and i missed that site because uh, you are excited to see a new bands they're going to endorse and uh, also there is an, uh, a forum for artists, like uh, um, promoting their artworks and uh, music. So those were the days that I missed. And uh, I hope that they will be back soon. Yeah, it's just, uh, and I, I missed the April Fool's prank. Like, what the fuck? It's just, it's crazy there, too. Yeah. You know, I, I, hope, I also I have the first magazine from the oh, Filipino metal. Do they have a magazine, really? Yeah, they launched magazine when uh, I don't know. I think that was seven years ago. <laughs> they launched oh. magazine, and after that, um, I think the site is already dissolved. I see. That that's that's sad, man. That's fucked up. Well, it's just it's normal, man, because you know it's really small. The community is really small. But let's talk about the the graphic artists of Sagrado and your other bands like Russ Phantom and the other one. Uh, who approves the design and who does that? Oh, yeah, there are a lot of artists that I've been working for. And uh, let me uh, share you the first is uh, from the first album. Uh, it was from a German record label. And uh, the artist is uh, Andre Kromes. I, I don't know what country he is, but he has a sick artwork right now. And mm. from the second, I we tried to patronize our own artist. So, you know... Um, I consulted my friend who is from Bicol, and apparently he is, on that time, he is uh, studying, like, colorful artworks or 3D animation. So I supported him and promote his artwork. And from the third album, his buddy from uh, Bicol, too, his name is Mac, mm -hmm. and uh, he is also the one who created the new artwork. And from the T-shirts or merchandises, there are lots of artists that I work for. There is Troy from Pangasinan, okay. which is the one who created the Teen Priest Homosexual T-shirt. And the mm -hmm. uh, second one is uh, Glenford from Cebu. The third one is uh, Mac Aljo. I don't know what uh, city he is, but uh, he is a very uh, sick artist. And uh, my friend who is just starting um, recommend me an art, and we tried to print in the shirt, and luckily that uh, there are lots of people who supported that uh, merch, and I was so impressed with him. Damn, man. So basically, you work with a lot of artists. Does it really have to be a lot of artists? Can you just stick to one, or you want to explore other artists' um, graphics, uh, the designs and shit? Uh, yeah, that's a great question, because back in the day, before I took nursing, um, I was an artist, too. And that was my frustration. I didn't continue it, because, you know, before... Nursing is well-known and popular. My mother said that 
there is no money in art, <laughs> like being an <laughs> artist or so. Like I'm planning to take like uh, what do you call that major? It's all about art. So yeah, fine and arts. then yeah, fine arts. And then my mom, I think, is not cool with that. And uh, I give I give I give her like an idea that um, how about nursing? Then she said that. Yeah, when when will be the best time for you to have the entrance exam? <laughs> oh shit, man, that's fucking hard, bro. Yeah, that's true. Well, I learned a lot of that major, and you know, especially uh, emergency procedures and taking the vital signs. So those are the uh, skills that I remembered. But uh, believe me, all the uh, memorization of the medical terms are very nose bleeding. <laughs> Yeah, you know my sister yeah. is also nursing, man. He's like memorizing like like three books. Like what the fuck, man? Like, yeah, it's, it's three really... thick books, right? Yeah, nerve wracking, and the, those uh, <laughs> terms are really deep. You can't even understand those. You gotta Google those shits. Right, man. and uh, the one term that I remember is uh, nosebleed, and for the medical term is uh, how you pronounce it is it was. Uh, Epistaxis. <laughs> oh shit! It's like an alien where you don't even. <laughs> yeah, and that's a great name if you want to form a band. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. But uh, okay, let's go back to the the design and the graphic shit, man. <laughs> that shit funny. So, how many person is this the band from received from the the sales from you know Vire Clothing? And there's how come there's no black metal though? Well, we are planning to have a black metal release or releases, sorry, but uh, nobody's trying to communicate with me. But I'm cool with black metal because I have friends in black metal and uh, I'm also a fan of listening to black metal too. Damn, man. I'm a huge fan of black metal, like Abath, fucking Gorgoroth. Yeah, Abath. Yeah, Gorgoroth. Yeah, Mayhem. Uh, yeah, Abath is the new Immortal now before he was in Immortal. Right. So. That's right. Yeah, and I like I like the guy because he's a black metal. But when he had like an interview, he's funny. He's hilarious, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's really crazy. Yeah, about it's really funny. Yeah, I, I, I think that's his personality. <laughs> yeah, that's a personality. Yeah, that's a plus for him. That's why he's fucking huge. Um, so basically, you're gonna have like a a black metal soon, right? And also, I I just recently saw that there's like bogus buyers and shit. How does that happen? They're trying to order and then they're not paying. Yeah, I, I, we had like a schedule. I think most of the online sellers, that was the problem, like Bogus or uh, they call it Joy Reservers. Mm. That's why I'm hitting the policy of pre-order. So if you want to get the merchandise or buy or support the merchandise, you need to order first. And uh, yeah, because uh, this uh, business of clothing is to support underground local bands. So there's no or there's no such money to be honest. We're just here to promote and support because uh, we are also giving royalties to them. And sometimes that uh, there are some instances that the sales were gonna not be good. And that way, there is a time that I uh, shoulder my own savings. Ah, oh, fuck, dude. But well, so, so basically, there's no people. actual store for the the shop. Mm-hmm. So it's like online shipping. Right. Yeah, because uh, before uh, I used to sell like shirts from the recto store, <laughs> you know. Oh, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then I tried to rent a store near in my place, but apparently uh, there are no customers, only the one that they are new, I mean, new of the band or familiar with the band. That's why uh, in order to get the sales to hit the rent, you need to sell a different kind or line of business. So mm-hmm. I learned how to sell uh, women's wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have to, man, for for it to to have income. Yeah, right. And uh, you know, I'm so sad because vape industry in that time is not popular. So mm. if it's available on that time, maybe I can sell some juice. Like uh, we have ju- juice line from Sagrado. And, oh uh, shit! They, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're selling it in Marikina. The name of the uh, store is Hip Hop Marikina. Yeah, they're the ones who's interested selling Sagrado juices. But hold on, you know there's a problem with vape now because you know it's it's banned. So how does how's the business, by the way? Well, um, based on my observation, um, my friend said that it is too risky right now. The sales are going down because yeah. uh, some of the guys or people who loves vaping are very like afraid to the government. So yeah. I think uh, the industry is going to the underground again. And right now I'm vaping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not in the public though in my own oh, private no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true you can't do that anymore in the public which just i don't understand because it's not fucking dangerous to your health and you can't letter but it's just you yeah, know it's it's just money money game you know yeah that was insane bro because uh, that was an alternate way to quit smoking cigarette and then the government well i know it's all about the tax again you <laughs> know yeah, me. God damn it. Well, there's nothing we can do. It's just it's the government right there. You can't do anything, you know. Just obey. But uh, yeah, let's play some little music and come right back. So let's play. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Amius secretion through execution. Is that how you yeah. say? Yeah. Yeah, right. I like that shit, man. But before we we play that shit, uh, pl- please tell us more about the lyrics and the actual production. Well, the actual production was recorded to uh, what a. Yeah, Rap, I mean, to his recording studio. His name is Raphael, okay. and the uh, the name of the recording studio way back is I think Saturning uh, mm-hmm. Recording Studio. And uh, we learned a lot in that song because uh, when I try to write my lyrics, it will be with my own dream. Um, sometimes when you have a nightmare, you cannot remember how to tell it with your loved ones or relatives so i try mm-hmm. to recall that nightmare or dream and i will put that to the lyrics and uh also i'm a fan of uh, science fiction and oh, also okay. thinking one step ahead like i uh, for me my theory or opinion that there is another uh, like being uh, creatures living in other galaxy so when the time uh, there's a war from our planet, they were going to abduct us. So that is the songwriting all about alien abduction. Mm, nice. That's fucking deep shit right there, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, it's because of the sound is also like a predator sound when I, <laughs> when I see the song. <laughs> Alright. Alright, let's play some music. Come right back, fool. Let's go.
EverythingRadio.com and the fuck going on. We back on the program. We still got uh, motherfucking the vocalist of Sagrado, uh, Steven Spear, too. Uh, appreciate you being on the show, man. Thank you for your time, man. Me too, bro. Uh, this is a great honor again. And like what I said, we are very thankful that you support our music. And uh, I'm also glad that you're a skater, too. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. This is all about supporting underground and skateboarding. Yeah, for sure. So basically, on the show, we, we ask a smasher pass, but in your case, you're, you're, you're actually married, right? So we can't do that. But how do you handle groupies on tours, gigs? You know, how do you resist, man? Shit. Well, when I was a, you know, single, you can't resist with the groupies. You know? <laughs> if, if there is, if there is, you know. <laughs> well, right now, I, I matured a lot and I have a family. So I, I, I don't think that cheating, I mean, my wife doesn't deserve that because yeah. uh, she is a very downturned person. You know, she is a good cook too. You know, she's my dream woman. And uh, I don't want to, you know, discomfort the trust about our relationship. And of course, we had a son. And uh, yeah, and in the scene, yeah, there might be some groupies, but I treat them as a friend. Oh, okay. Just like friend, because uh, if you're going, because as you have mentioned, that the scene is small, right? Yeah. And uh, if you, I don't want any dramas because uh, that's very pain in the ass if you're involving the dramas, the relationship. Yeah, I've been there true. before, so I don't want to commit the same mistakes that I want because I want to be matured enough to, like a dad. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you because you know you're very lucky already, so you don't have to like mess around. So I understand, man. Yeah, that's that's a good thing that you you know how to resist and treat yeah, you as a friend. That's true, bro. But uh, in the metal scene, there are a few groupies. Uh, most of the women there are very uh, professional, so they have mm. their normal jobs too. One thing that you know that she is like uh, an HR recruiter, and then some. What Other women fuck? is is uh, like a dentist or a doctor. Like, yeah, I'm so amazed in that. Damn, man, that's very rare. You know, a metal chick who's a professional, which is kind of weird, actually. Yeah, my so, wife yeah. is a human resource recruiter, and I was so shocked that it, you might test my, uh, you know, psychological thinking or. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so so basically your wife is a metalhead, right? So did you influence your wife or was she already a metalhead when you guys met? And she also skates, right? Yeah, I I, I teach her how to skate, but uh, the basic tricks because mm-hmm. uh, when she learned how to skate, which is just an ollie trick, and back in the day, we don't know that she is pregnant and that's very oh. dangerous, right? <laughs> so yeah. after she gave birth, like uh, she stopped skating because I don't want her to have an injury. At the same time, she's taking care of my son. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but so was she already a metalhead when you met her? Ah, uh, yeah, she is already a metalhead. She uh, attended Pop SummerSlam every year. She doesn't miss it, and uh, it's a good thing that we share some great ideas. So. Um, whenever we have a free time, that's our metal day, weekends. So <laughs> we only listen on the weekends for metal. Okay. Because if you're going to listen to metal every day, 
it's not gonna bring your mood nah. very good sometimes, really. especially if you're going to work. <laughs> yeah, I listen to <laughs> I listen to hip hop nowadays. Okay, <laughs> and especially when you're skating, um, it doesn't matches the uh, you know when you are skating the and vibe, when you're yeah, filming. Yeah. It sometimes the vibe is doesn't matches. So yeah, listen to different. We listen to different kinds of music. She is a metalhead ever since, and I was uh, so nervous when I met her because she is very silent, and uh, um, you might be intimidated because she might be strict or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about her is that she supported local metal groups or metal band. Which is one of our friends. That's what's up, man. That's that's fucking great, man. Cause you're already lucky. You have a you know you have a metal uh, wife already. She understands you. She dis- she supports you. You know, that's fucking yeah. great, man. Cause you know I I remember the scourge toured in Manila and your wife took a picture with the drummer. Did you, did it bother you? Well, uh, we laugh because on that time I was in the same venue. We're not in a relationship back then. And we mm, are not okay. friends in that day. And then uh, when we had some throwback pictures, storytelling with the time that we had before, we just laughed because uh, I was there in the same venue. But I have with <laughs> my ex. I have I I have been with my ex girlfriend before, and then she ah. is with other girls or other friends with her. So. Yeah, I laugh in that time. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, yeah. Throwback pictures, and you guys are just gonna laugh at it, yeah. I, I was also stoked because uh, in uh, the drummer from uh, this gorge, uh, she has a picture of it, and uh, I was stoked because uh, his name is Rick Myers. He, I mean, yeah, Rick he Myers, is yeah. Drummer, yeah. I think He's... he is singing from Suffocation back then. Mm, okay. Stop playing the gorge. Because uh, yeah, self-education, I think uh, the original vocalist uh, needs to prioritize his work. And then that's the time he substituted. Ah, okay. That's why. Yeah, he's, he's fucking awesome. Because I took a picture with Angel Cho, the, the vocalist. They're fucking huge, man. <laughs> oh, you're in the same night. Yeah, same night. I saw uh, Dennis Trillio, too. Yeah, I saw Dennis Trillio. And I he is a cool Even though guy, he's a metalhead. Yeah, because I think he has a, some uh, sort of disguise. I, I think he's wearing a black Dahlia shirt with a cap. Yeah, with a cap. Yeah, yeah. And and when he when you saw him at the TV screen, is uh, he he looks like taller, a tall guy. <laughs> and then when you saw him in personal, well, it's like an average uh, guy in the Philippines. Yeah, well, that's true. Impressed. He was so cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool, man. You know, a celebrity that listens to, to metal. I mean, that shit's crazy. I give my respect to him because he is yeah, a metal. Yeah, kudos. Man. Kudos to that guy, man. But uh, let's talk about online presence, bro. You know, there's Instagram, YouTube, Facebook for your bands. But, you know, to for a band to be uh, very successful, you should be on all platforms like SoundCloud, Spotify, Vimeo, and more. Now, do you agree or do you think that three channels are enough to stay true to the roots? I think, um, yeah, I agree that you need to promote as much as uh, many plat- social media platforms nowadays mm-hmm. because uh, physical material doesn't matter. Only those who supported or the collectors 
And uh, yeah, I agree that you need to have uh, many platforms because uh, you don't need to have mistakes like me and Sagrado. We are just focusing on our Facebook before. <laughs> uh, just Facebook only, not other platforms, huh? Facebook. Okay. We also have MySpace and uh, Reverb Nation. Those are the platforms before. But mm. now uh, you need to promote Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Spotify, Amazon, and other uh, new social media platforms. It is very massive today. Yeah, it's everywhere now. You got to be everywhere for people to know, you know, your, your fucking music, bro. Yeah, even YouTube, you need to promote all the time because I just uploaded videos from YouTube just for souvenir before. Uh, I don't souvenir. Yeah, I don't mind to have subscribers, but today I'm hoping to subscribe with the channel. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to build your audience, man. So, you know, Google's fucking number one advertising platform is YouTube. So everybody should be on YouTube because that's their main goal right now. Yeah. And I crazy. guess this was this was the effect of uh, being in an underground that uh, before your thinking is just to promote your physical material and merch. And, yeah. Uh, now. You need to compete with other bands. That's true. It's a huge competition, man. But, you know, let's be honest. You know, uh, hard copy is dead. And it's all about streaming now. You know, every, everything is digital. Do you guys still believe it about making hard copies an album? Well, we want to make an equal uh, diversity of promoting uh, material and album. Because there are some other collectors, especially in Indonesia, they still buy physical materials it's very healthy there you might uh, watch their scene in the youtube channel oh, yeah okay. it's very huge uh fan base for death metal wait what, and, what's the uh, channel let me let me google that what's the channel again uh you just need to type indonesian brutal death metal okay. and then it will pop up it will yeah there will be several links that will pop you up with the channel okay so just imagine in a normal gig we used to play at the bar here in Manila. But okay. In Indonesia, to a normal gig, it's just like you're playing in a open field event. And uh, kids are wearing that metal shirt, brutal metal shirt too. What the fuck? Yeah, and they're slamming. And there's a lot of fan base. So come to think of it, as, uh, here in Manila, if you attended uh, big events like uh, Rakista or Rakrakan, it's mm-hmm. like that. The difference is um, the line of the bands is most of them are brutal, extreme metal. And the mm-hmm. crowd is wearing death metal shirts that when you saw their back prints, it's just like they're saying to kill it, uh, like to kill you. <laughs> like, you know, the statement of the back, uh, back print of the metal shirt, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, it's like they're talking with each other and then they are planning to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's true. In, in metal, it's like they're going to kill you in lyrics, but not literally. Yeah. So this like the they're you know thinking about, you know what? We're going to kill people on the lyrics, but not literally. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. that's true. Just like yeah, in I, rap. I, I, yeah, in rap too, you know? You can't understand it because it's too fast. But at the same time, it's like they're talking about other bitches or other yeah, if you know, you're degrading women. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to diss with other rap groups, you know, it's just like a competition, but they're friends and uh, personal yeah. life. 
<laughs> that's fucking true. That's how they make money. They make beefs and shit, but at the same yeah. time, they're like friends, really. Uh, that was already entertainment. <laughs> yeah, that's entertainment right there. But, you know, I agree with you that, you know, uh, streaming and then hard copy. So I didn't realize that are, there are other people collecting, like, hard copies and shit. So those are gold, basically, for them, right? Yeah, me too. I still collected uh, CDs. Um, I prioritize local groups. So I like the demos because uh, you will know the, uh, what do you call that? The... Uh, their music in their demos and then once yeah. that you bought the new album or material you will see there's a lot of improvement so you'll yeah. impress with that um yeah i bought my uh, city player uh, city player last week you know if you're familiar with this one it's a panasonic oh, yeah, 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 yeah. before uh, uh there's walkman and then this one yeah yeah the anti anti-shock proof or something <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, every time when I go to the office, I bring my CDs and the player. And then my <laughs> they're gonna look at you, like, right? Yeah, they, bro. They think they're my... fucking like, "Hey, you're crazy. What? What's that? That's old." <laughs> well, for me, that's uh, supporting my uh, local scene. Yeah, and I uh, sometimes my office mates is telling me, "Oh, those gadgets are still existing." Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? You know, you, you got to stay true to what you, you know, you want and then, you know, support the scene. Yeah, I, I kudos to you, man, shit. Because what I do now is I stream to support the, the band. Well, it's good to listen at stream too, especially on the, in their own Spotify or channel. Yeah, because mm. you cannot go from the past and we need to move on to the new generation or new era of streaming. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's how they get money now. Yeah, with the ads. At least as much as possible, if you want to throw back, you can listen to vinyl, CD, or tapes. Yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah, that's true. Th- thank you, dog. So, but, but what do you think about, like, say, bands uh, leaving after their performance? You know, do you think mm-hmm. that's disrespectful? Because, you know, I know they have other gigs. But yeah. still, you know, you got to support the other bands on the lineup, right? Well, if they have a valid reason, yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, valid and uh, yeah, um, I'm not disappointed with them because uh, they might have some duties with their family too. Well, yeah. way back before, there are issues like that. But since that you want to be neutral or you want to be open-minded, you need to understand why they're leaving immediately. Um, yeah, as long as that is valid, that will be good. Yeah, that's true. You know, not everybody got shit to do. So yeah, that I agree with you. So it's not like they're assholes, but they have other things to do, like doing laundry or with family. That's true. And even in other countries, they does that, right? Uh, the yeah. difference is it's too, the scene there is very large. It's big, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very big, humongous. Yeah, they got this uh, Death Fest or this fucking Oz Fest. Yeah, it's just, it's really big, yeah. It just so happened that we have a small uh, fan base here, but it doesn't yeah. matter to me. As long as uh, the supporter or the attendees are going to watch us, uh, even though that we're from the last band with, with this yeah. lot. That's true. I agree. But uh, do, do you guys do the ticket selling gigs before? Because back in the early 2000s, that's the, the go-to for all bands to be known. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a good thing in a manner with a bad thing that was... Uh, mm-hmm happened before because uh, the good thing is uh, 
uh, I handle events today. Um, like okay. Rarely. But I miss those days that uh, people, when you have a, like when you, a group like have a band, and uh, you're going going to create your own music because there is a policy before. If you have your own music, demos, city materials, you will be in a guest band. You will not going to pay or a remittance or oh, to pay, okay. play your song. And that gives you a motivation to create your own music. And mm. uh, especially with regards to the expense, since the scene is very small, it will help the organizers to gain the sales. Because if you shoulder a lot of expenses in the event, especially if you're going to rent an equipment that was too expensive rather than it is. going to Indonesia, it's very cheap. Yeah. And uh, the bad thing is uh, some of the organizers uh, taking advantage, like overcharging the bands. You know? That's ah, a fuck. downfall. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's the main issue that was happened before. And right now, um, there are some production is not having a ticket selling and uh, based on my survey sometimes uh, there's no money back with their own savings what the fuck uh, yeah so wait so you you also do that right so does that happen now or some other productions do that how do they get you know income and shit well um i try to scout a great deal from the band because there are some band i mean bars that is uh, having a good deal like you will not gonna rent with the venue and then uh, all we need to do is to gather fan base or attendees and after the I mean the end of the show um, you will have an 80% I think it's 80 or 20 I'm sorry it's 20% from the sales you will receive and then mm. the 80% will be from the bar so that's a great deal rather that's a than, great deal yeah that's a great deal so you're not going to pay for the venue, right? Yeah, so it depends on your negotiation then. Yeah, and uh, uh, some other event organizers are trying to collab with each other and that way they can, you know, uh, lessen the expense. Especially mm. if there is like a foreign band going to visit and play here in Manila. Yeah, I see. There's a lot of people touring now, so yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. All right, man. So I, I guess we fucking uh, discuss everything, man. Uh, I want to, you know, I like Bukaki Onslaught. Can you tell us more <laughs> about Bukaki Onslaught? Well, um, I I am the ones who write the title, and uh, <laughs> before well, my bandmates are not into it because it's like a perverted title song. <laughs> uh, when I was single, I used to watch. As many as porn sites, <laughs> <as I can. laughs> especially with my uh, drummer, uh, our drummer before. Uh, he he has he has his ritual like to watch uh, porn before going to the show. That's why he's <laughs> sometimes late. <laughs> okay. And uh, I remember the Japanese term of bukake. And uh, why not uh, we, yeah? Why not we have a song dedicated to Bukake? That's right. Yeah, most of the first album is a perverted title song because uh, okay. the drummer, the drummer created it. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. So how about the lyrics? Is it the same, or is it different lyrics from the the title? Oh, it will be the same with the title. You, 
when you create the title, it should be the same because uh, there are some, uh, you know, readers. Yeah, but you know what? Um, Dying fetus, this kill your mother, rape your dog, and then all of a sudden there's a different lyrics. (laughs) Yeah, I I like that song. Well, I respect those kind of perspective because uh, it's their own music and uh, for creating your own songs in metal, it doesn't give a damn fuck or what you did as long as you yeah. did music. I see. So so basically that's the history of Bokake Onslaught's about the drummer, the ritual of him and then Yeah. <laughs> it's you know, just really uh, funny. Ritual watch I mean watching porn all the time. And then uh, you always search uh Bukake, the word Bukake <laughs> in the search bar of the website or uh, Maria Ozawa fuck yeah that, yeah you got it, <laughs> Maria Ozawa uh, she is the uh, main influence <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck dude it's just funny alright dude hey man thank you for your time dog sorry if I took your time it's been an hour It's I'm really fucking like a huge fan hey, man, I'm gonna hit you up with the with the shirt man I wanna order so I'm gonna hit you up with the shirt and then we'll, we'll talk offline of course yeah yeah, yeah, so let's play some music, man. Bukaki Onslaught, man. Any shout-outs before we go? Uh, where they can find you? Twitter, Facebook? Well, uh, yeah, I would like to give a shout-out first to our current record label, Gail from Shadows of Death, to our manager, Dijen, uh, for supporting us, to my band members, Audren, uh, Kier, uh, Jay, and Jin. Uh, you might be, you know... <laughs> Uh, not knowing that I'm having an interview right now, but yeah, <laughs> I would like to give a shout out to my uh, friends from the scene and uh, also my family, my wife and my son, Easy. And uh, also uh, please subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Um, you just need to type in the hashtag Sagrado PBDM and it will mm-hmm. going to populate to the channel. And, uh, yeah, we need a lot of subscribers now because we're planning to have a vlog with our with what's happening on the scene and to our mm-hmm. tour. And, and then uh, please follow us on Instagram. You just need to type in sagrado.pbdm. And, of course, on Facebook, you just need to type in sagrado. We don't have Twitter yet, but we're planning to create one. We're just okay. a late bloom band. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shout-outs to the organizers, production, which is uh, 12 Gauge and uh, 13 Phobia. We will be having our projects soon, All Under Heaven. And I want to give shout-outs to the other bands that is very good with Sagrado, which is uh, Pulverized, Molested Cadaver, and uh, Gormitori, and uh, Coprophobia. Those are the guys, because uh, my members of Sagrado is also a member of those groups. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I see. Shout out so to that's all the skaters out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Shit. All right, so that's it. You don't have any other shout outs? Uh, you already covered everything with the, the shit? Oh, yeah. Uh, please uh, support Viral Clothing. You know, um, yeah, if you are having like a black metal or death metal band, don't hesitate to contact me and uh, order some shirts too. All right, nice. That's fucking oh, yeah. it, man. Hey, thank you for your time. We're let's play some music, man. Shit, let's go. Yeah.